Friday, November the 26th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Four Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And I am joined by Dwight Foster today as well. The big kahuna. Well, thank you very much, Dolores. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. It's uh, nice to be here. We uh, got a little break at the pits today and uh, we are able to have a conversation. (laughs) It's almost like Jeff predicted it or something. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we stated last week that we'd have him on this week, so... So, Jeff, it was a short week this week uh, in the markets. So, obviously, yesterday the markets were closed for American Thanksgiving and a little bit shorter trading session today. But uh, what happened? Well, we're back to volatility. I think it was last year we talked a lot about volatility. This year it's been a little more stable up, but it's volatility was the name of the game. And this, this morning I woke up, I get down to my computer and... What are the news heads, headlines? COVID alert, COVID alert. New coronavirus in uh, South Africa and some different African countries there. And the markets were negative all around the world. Stock markets, everything were negative. They're worried about this new virus, just what potential economic activity it will have around the world. So it, uh, it was a risk off day. But was everything down today, Jeff? Well, just about everything. The oil went down $10 a barrel today. You know, so that pulls a lot of things down. Stock markets down our commodities. It was interesting. They started off big time negative, but corn ended up positive. And even in saying this, when I was doing some reading this morning in the commodity markets in China last night, Corn ended up just positive and soybeans ended up negative. Now here our North American markets followed suit. So it uh, it's pretty scary how an outside event that's not really commodity specific affects our prices so much or has the potential to affect our prices so much. And as a farmer, Dwight, what would you say about that? Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's hard to budget into your crop plans, isn't it? You know, when uh, when you don't know, uh, you know, that's why forward contracting is a good thing. You know, it takes the takes the guessing out of the market, and you don't uh, you're not swayed to and fro uh, with with days like today that are are negative. You know, you just stay the course, and and uh, but it is it is frustrating. So with the negative day, mostly negative day today. It's, there are some positives in this negative day. Like corn at one time was down 13.5 cents, ended up up uh, about 7. Soybeans were down over 26 cents, ended up down just about 14. The wheat market uh, was fairly negative, being down 25 to 30 cents, unfortunately. So it's, uh, no, actually, sorry, wheat was down. Uh, it was down that much at one time, but it ended up much better than that. So that's the positive was that the markets did grind back. So for the week, corn was up, nearby corn up about $8, soybeans $3. The wheat side was varied, down four, up five. One of the big things that helped our market this week was weaker Canadian dollar. It's got back down below the 79 cents. It really dove down uh, today with the oil being down. So that's supporting basis levels. 
So that's pretty positive. And, you know, prices for next year for uh, are still looking pretty attractive there. You know, there's soybeans for next year, $556. Corn at $270. You know, spring wheat almost $400. And the winter wheat's at, uh, you know, just under uh, $360. So it, prices are still pretty strong out there. There's lots of other things that have happened this week. Uh, we always like to talk about ethanol. Do you remember the numbers on the ethanol grind this week, uh, Dolores? I can tell you. Sure, why don't you tell us? 5.7 billion bushels in the U.S. if they kept their their ethanol industry grind, like working at the, uh, the usage they had this week. The USDA is only projecting how much usage for the year? Wasn't it 5.1? Yeah, so 5.1. Historically, we I think they had to get up to like 5.45 or something before. But So this is what's been supporting corn prices, the ethanol. Ethanol grind in the U.S., the extra corn they're using in the ethanol grind. As farmers, we love to hear that. You know, like it's been the, a backstop of the corn industry for the last bunch of years. Now it's leading prices higher. I, I Jeff, I gotta interrupt you there. I just, I just am so frustrated why the environmentalists don't see this as as being such a a great uh, product to produce renewable uh, in in North America. I, 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 I just wish that we could get more traction and and people could see the benefit of ethanol. Well, you're speaking to the converted here. We sitting at this table. We definitely see that, and we. We see it at the back end of the ethanol plant with the uh, the distiller's grain coming out for feed usage. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just it's not wasted. Everything's used there, so that's it's just a great part for our for our farmers, North American farmers. So, is the ethanol grind up because oil prices were up so high? Definitely has helped the ethanol or producers in the U.S. Their margins right now are are reported as very very strong so that uh, with distillers high with ethanol high like oil prices high so this pullback in oil prices today if it's just a temporary thing you know won't affect it very much but if it does keep coming down like i also read today that the opec members are they have a meeting next month and maybe it'll be on their table to talk about not increasing production as they've previously agreed to agreed to increase production so again it comes back to what effect COVID has on the on the world economic activities so let's talk a little bit about wheat what's news in wheat well uh the rumor has it that it's getting pretty wet in australia and what was it two to ten inches in some places <laughs> australian they were Australia, they were looking at record wheat production this year, yeah. which was a negative for prices. And now in the harvest, they get all this rain. So their quality is going down, plus their production amounts, because they've had fields that are flooded. Yeah, well, that'll really affect the quality of that grain, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd just be terrible. It'd be uh, feed wheat uh, galore, and yeah. who knows, it'd be sprouting or well, they got a large, large livestock sector over there. They'll just feed it, feed it up cattle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sheep. No, they don't eat that. Do they? 
<laughs> They're big exporters of wheat, and uh, so that pulls them back. Yeah, we've talked before how wheat from the U.S. is is too expensive on the world market. The prices keep going up. So is that just domestic domestic demand? It's got to be driving it. Um, it's great to see it going up, and I know we keep talking about it. It was like, how high can it go? Nobody knows. Will it stop today, tomorrow? Like we'd had a negative day today, it did bounce back some, but it's still, what do I like to say? Time will tell. <laughs> Be a true politician. You can never say, never go wrong. You just say time will tell. So, you know, the soybean exports out of the U.S., we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, Dolores, uh, that uh, soybean exports, they were, two weeks ago, they were 33% behind on more export commitments for this trading year. So now they're... So I think last week it was down to 32%, right? And 30, I think now this week they just announced it's 31. 31. So it's going in the right direction, Jeff. They had a good week of... Uh, a, a good week of uh, exports in the U.S. for corn, well, and soybeans. China did step up some this week. Uh, harvest keeps... Progressing in the U.S. last Monday was reported both corn and soybeans were at 95% harvested. What do you think uh, the local area is? I don't know. Dwight, you got your hand on that. Where do you think it is? Well, it's it's wrapping up. Things are definitely slowing down, and and I'm I'm guessing that it's it's probably between 85 and 90% done. Maybe closer to 85. I'm not sure, but uh, we do have space. We have some room. So if there's anybody looking to get some tucked away, want to put some into storage, that's uh, an option. And uh, that would be uh, probably not a bad idea with your Florida corn that uh, you have extra over your contracts that you've already filled. So yeah. I was right on the ball then. My guess was 87.79% uh, uh, done. So Okay, okay. <laughs> Aren't you a banker of <laughs> accurate numbers? <laughs> So let's see, we have room here at the elevator, even with these big yields. I think we better pat ourselves on the back here, Dolores, how well we've done moving corn out so we could keep that big dryer going out there. So Yeah, we've we moved a tremendous amount of corn out the doors and then that's the name of the game is to keep the stuff flowing, especially through harvest. So uh, thank you. Everybody's done a great job. Everybody's worked very, very hard this fall to get the harvest off and and you know what a lot of guys are already done so so when you're working out there at the pits is there uh any slowdown by people that they uh have big growths on their face that maybe they can't talk as well their their mustaches are down into their lips or anything or oh yeah there's lots of that going on jeff yeah there's uh there's the big movember going on and uh, lots of people are uh, are supporting it and and we will support anybody that has made a decision to grow a, a mustache for the month. So what is it we're going to contribute, Dolores? I think it's $50 per person if you grow a mustache or a beard or uh, both. What about $100 if you grow both? Sure, we can do that. <laughs> well, we know some people that can grow a, a beard in a week. So, <laughs> Ronald? <laughs> Okay, everybody here heard it here first. November is continuing on. You know, the markets will just get back to the markets. We'll see on Monday. We'll find out 
probably some new COVID news this weekend and that will affect the marketplace on Monday and let's let's hope for the best in it and um, as we were talking to about we're hoping for the best here I think I actually meant to talk at the beginning again about the farmers out in British Columbia and I've sorry I forgot about that it's yeah. been such a sad story for for a lot of them out there and if you can anybody that can support any of the charities that are helping that out I think it's a great thing to do yeah. so so corn's knocking on $300 a ton here so if uh, if you have anything that you'd like to to uh, get finished up with those are pretty strong numbers and and if you don't want to uh, receive that this year you want to put that into next year there might be somebody that can help you with that too lots of options lots of options all right well, well i think that's probably all we have for this week i think dolores has taken this week easily easy she just letting dwight and myself do all the talking <laughs> isn't it it's just so nice <laughs> well thank you everybody for listening and you know if there's anything you'd like to hear different or or a different speaker please let us know we're doing the best we can I hope everyone has a great weekend. We will be open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll see you. And Remember, just 29 more sleeps till Christmas. <laughs> I, you just did all the counting on that, didn't you, Jeff? <laughs> maybe it's 28. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend.